Can you talk a little bit more about like how using styled shoots, setting up more like editorial type photos, how we can use that to elevate our brand? I feel like you have to have a really good and clear understanding of your brand, like of what you want your brand to be. Um, Especially when you're just kind of starting, you just kind of take whatever you can get, obviously, like your bills to pay. No judgment there. (laughs) But I just think once you start to get to a place where you're like, I want to kind of refine who I'm trying to capture and not just I'm just trying to capture everyone. um, Having that clear understanding of your brand and then taking it to the next step of like going through your portfolio, seeing what's missing in your portfolio and then taking it one more step (laughs) to then now design something that like you're, that's like going to your goal or something your portfolio is missing. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. I'm here to help you grow your business build community, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Every week, I bring in other photographers, creative entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So whether it's from our topic of the episode or one of the many tangents that we will follow, you will walk away with some wisdom to implement in your business and in your life. Each interview is recorded live in our Facebook community where you can ask questions and be part of the conversation. Hello and welcome to episode 199 of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. Uh, I'm excited for you to be here. This is a great conversation. I loved getting to talk with Kelly Williams. Um, We talked a lot of film photography, kind of a theme the last couple episodes. That's fun. Um, But we talked film. We talked about uh, styled shoots, editorials, the difference between those two and how you can incorporate those into your business and really change your whole portfolio and brand just by using that uh, and be able to bring in some new clientele. Before we get into our conversation, I do have a little update for you. I have a workshop, an in-person workshop coming up later this month. It is February 20th. It is Tuesday. Uh, So all of you who uh, mostly work on the weekends, you can also attend, um, but it is uh, artificial light photography conference uh, conference. It's just a workshop. It's me for like three ish hours. And I'm going to be teaching everything from uh, like how to set up uh, dance floor lights for a reception to uh, photographing at night, photographing uh, long exposures, uh, doing some fun like sparkler things too. And we're going to do some astrophotography and light painting, Um, pretty much anything having to do with flash or night photography. We're going to be covering it. Um, Plus, it's just going to be like a pizza party in a cool, chill relaxed hangout, uh, for the first little bit. So if that's something that you are interested in, I am keeping it, uh, pretty intimate, you know, just a few of us, um, and also keeping the cost pretty low. I know whenever I was first starting off, there were so many workshops that I wanted to go to, but I didn't have $2,500 to spend on them. So this is much less than that. Uh, you can check out all the things at allheartphoto.com slash flash. And I'll have it in the show notes for you too. But now let's get into my conversation with Kelly Williams. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being on the show. I'm excited to chat with you today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited about this topic. I, I love doing styled shoots and getting more into like more editorial stuff. I was, I was one of those people that was like, no, I'm not an editorial (laughs) photographer and like against it. And I was against like film photography and I was against a lot of things. And then I realized that it was just like, I don't know, like biases. It's like the, uh, like the photographers that are like, well, I would never photograph a wedding. Like that's below Mm -hmm. me. And Mm -hmm. I was like taking that in and projecting that on other things. And now I'm just like, Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. I will do a styled <laughs> shoot. I will do an editorial. I love film now. I've got all the film cameras around here. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to, to chat a little bit more about this uh, from an expert in styled shoots and, and all of that and like how we can use this to 
elevate our brand. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Me too. I don't think I've ever heard someone say they were against film photography. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like I even started with film and, uh, and then I was just like, Oh no, digital is so much easier and I can get more photos. And it was one of those things where like, the, the clientele that I had when I first started off was like super budget because I was super budget prices. And they were always asking like, well, how many photos do I get? And you know, mm-hmm. can I get like, you know, just you just take photos the entire time for like, you know, I do an hour couple session and then deliver like 200, 300 photos. And uh, yeah, it was it was that like, well, I'm not going to I can't do that with film because one that would be right. super expensive to deliver <laughs> 300 photos. Um, but uh, yeah, now I love I love film. I love the intentionality behind it. Uh, it has also caused me to slow down a lot mm-hmm. with my digital work and really compose things well to shoot as if I have 36 shots on this camera and that's it. Uh, so it's, it's something that I I really love now, but yeah, 10 years ago, not so much. (laughs) I, I totally understand. I, my grandfather was a wedding photographer. And so when he was a wedding photographer, he shot weddings with film and Mm -hmm. your gallery, like the, would be a little printed album. Like the photos were like this big and it was, film and you maybe get 30, maybe not even that, maybe like 20 photos from your wedding day. Uh, and so I always started with film and I hated digital. Like I still, when I have a film photo and a digital photo, I'm like, I don't even want to look at the digital like ever. Nope. <laughs> so that's so funny. I totally relate. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Do you know what he, uh, photographed with? Like what, uh, what cameras? Yeah, he. I have all his cameras. So, uh, oh, cool. His, like, I was wondering if that was like passed down to you. So that's yeah, awesome. I have all his cameras. So it's like a Mamiya six four five. Like that was his like workhorse. Um, oh. And then a ton of thirty fives, like just Canons. There's a what's it called like Vivitar. Like there's just a ton of old thirty fives, which I love. It has oh, yeah. lots of like light leaks. They're so good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my, my Vivitar has a light leak, just like top right corner. It's just every single photo. <laughs> so I'm like, this is yeah. going to be like more, more of like the fun experimental stuff. Um, exactly. That stuff looks that so good and like bright sun. Like I feel mm-hmm. like the beach, it like shines, like seeing like this light leak and this like, I don't know. I love film cameras. They're the best. And yeah, with all their quirks. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's something about like the, um, the, the imperfection of like, even just like getting dust on the scans or something Mm -hmm. and just like having that little, little bitty speck of dust, uh, (laughs) on, on a photo. It's just like, it brings something more to it, more character, uh, than just like the super polished, crisp digital photos. Um, but Okay, so before we kind of do a little intro for you, um, I like to ask a couple questions uh, mm-hmm. to really get to know you more. Um, so, Kelly, I have a few questions. Pick two numbers between one and 17. Oh, okay. Let's go number eight and number 13. Okay, number eight. What is your favorite smell? Ooh, um, I love like lavender. Um, and I don't know what the smell is, but I love like ocean or like an ocean misty, breezy, whatever that smell is. (laughs) Yeah, like that little bit of salt in the air. And just like clean, crisp air. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I used to really love lavender. Uh, my wife was a massage therapist for uh, 11 yeah. years. So <laughs> she hates lavender because she's like all of the lotions, all of the things, just like lavender and it's jasmine. And uh, yeah, she was like, we cannot have lavender candles in our house. We cannot have <laughs> potpourri or anything because it just like takes her right back to work. Uh, yes. But That's yeah, it's good though. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, 
And I've had a couple lavender lattes that were pretty good. I'm not big into floral notes in my coffee, but mm. uh, but there's a local place that does a pretty good lavender latte, if that's, if that's your style. Um, <laughs> okay. And then you said number 13. So number 13 yeah. is what is the last song that was just like on repeat, either in your head or just like you were just on Spotify over and over again? Oh my gosh. I can't think of like a song, but I love um, Hosier. So he released an album last year. So I feel like his newest album has just been on repeat. Just always. It's just so good. (laughs) Yeah. I need to revisit that one because I listened to it when he first released it and it's very good. And I love his voice. It's just like that, that like (laughs) deep, like guttural type singing that I'm just like, you feel the passion in it. And it's not just like the, I mean, some of the songs are kind of happy, but it's not just like a, a like a easy listening. It's just like emotion. You can feel that he means what he's singing about. Absolutely. Uh, so, it's yeah. like such I'm going to have to listen to that this afternoon. Yes, <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Um, well, now that we know your favorite smells and uh, that you like hosier, um, tell us a little bit about Kelly Williams, where you're based, what you do, all of those kinds of things. Yeah, um, I am a wedding photographer based out of California. I'm originally from Maryland, so like born and raised. So I definitely rep like East Coast, West Coast. Um Nice. Which I do say like East Coast is the best coast, but I mean, don't tell Californians that. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I started, well, I've always, as, as I mentioned before, my grandfather was a wedding photographer. So I feel like it's kind of hard to say when I started with photography, just because I mean, like literally he was a wedding photographer. So photos and cameras have always been a part of my life. Mm. Um, I'll definitely say I went professional, like my first like paying customer (laughs) was probably like eight or nine years ago. Um, And yeah, I kind of got into weddings really quickly. I was a portrait photographer. I kind of had a mentor who was very much like, don't shoot weddings. They're a waste of, there's so much time, so much effort. Um, Mm. And even my grandfather, who was a wedding photographer, would say the same thing. Like, they're so expensive. Like, because he obviously <laughs> shot them. Um, and so I was not, like, gung-ho about weddings. Not, like, that I was negative about them. I was just like, oh, like, I love portrait photography. I still love portrait photography. So I'm like, there's no need for me to change. Like, I love what's happening with my life and my business. Um, and... I had a bride who reached out to me and she was like, I really love your portrait work. Like, I really want you to shoot my wedding. And I think I literally, I was trying to get her to not book me. I think I said like, I've never shot a wedding. Like you don't want me to shoot your wedding. She's like, no, 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 but I do. I was like, no, but you don't because I've never done that before. (laughs) Um, But she convinced me really to shoot her wedding. Um, I really, I think I only charged her like $400 and I was there for 12 hours, which is, crazy yeah (laughs) but like I loved it so much and obviously she liked her photos her maid of honor hired me for her wedding and it just kind of spiraled um where I just started shooting more weddings so I didn't I didn't like get into it kind of I feel like people start with portraiture maybe they second shoot a bunch and then they start weddings I like did not second shoot probably until like my second year of being a wedding photographer. Um, but I feel like it really threw me into the deep end and I love it. I love weddings. They're just my jam. Yeah. That's awesome that she had to talk you into it. Like, no, Kelly, really, you're, you're going to want to do this. Uh, You just felt like so much pressure. I'm like, I have never shot a wedding. Like, why do you want me to do that? Like, I just, I, I panicked about it for weeks, like up to until just, I just kept thinking I'm going to like get there and forget my camera, forget my memory card, or I'm going to miss the kiss. Like I was just so anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get those nightmares? I have those like wedding photographer nightmares every now and then where I just have the dream of like 
I'm showing up at a wedding and then I open the backseat of my car and then there's no camera there and I have to be like, oh yeah, okay. And then I'm like rushing to go get my camera and missing the ceremony and like these crazy things of, or like not having memory cards or not charging batteries the night before. And it's like, these are the only nightmares that I have nowadays are <laughs> nightmare weddings. Uh, luckily, none of that has come to pass in, in real life. Um, but it's funny that you say like you just kind of got thrown into it because I also just got thrown into it. I uh, In college, I worked at a wedding venue, like helping put out chairs and helping with catering and all of that. And then um, one day they had a, a couple that was super low budget. They were like, we're looking for someone for like 250 bucks. We'll pay you. It's a small little intimate wedding. And I was like, that's great. That's over $10 an hour. Cause I'm going to be there or $20 <laughs> an hour. Cause I'm going to be there for 10 hours. And oh yeah. And then I just, I loved it. And I also didn't really want to, but it was, it was good money <laughs> for 250 <laughs> bucks back then. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, I was, uh, and then I, I, I just like you, I was like, it kind of snowballed into more and now I, I, I just love it. But yeah, it is, um, like the first few years, it's very nerve wracking. Uh, and even every now and then I'm just like, they're trusting me with a lot. This is a very important day for them. And like, they're trusting me to capture all of that. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's something that, um, can kind of get used to, but it's, it's also like a really big deal. Uh, no matter how many weddings you've shot, it's still a big deal for them because it's their one. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was telling, um, I coach other photographers, like newer photographers. And this sweet girl was telling me, she was like, I like, when will I not feel so anxious? Like, when will I not have like fever dreams about <laughs> going to a wedding? She's like, I love weddings, but yeah. my anxiety is just so high. And I definitely feel like experience and like being overprepared will like helps people with anxiety. So I don't know if anyone's listening to this who is like still super anxious about weddings. Um, oh, yeah. But I think it does get better. Like my anxiety gets is so much better many, many years and many, many weddings later. But that, yeah, that first wedding, I just couldn't sleep for a week. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like you <laughs> said, like as you go on, you get more and more prepared. Like, uh, yeah. you know, for, I didn't really have like a shot list or like a mental shot list of different family groupings and everything after the ceremony for my first few, I was just like, I don't know, y'all tell me who you want <laughs> pictures of. And, and I would miss a few. Like I had one where I missed a photo of like the bride and her dad together. And she was really upset mm -hmm. about that. And I was like, I should probably prepare. And like yeah. each wedding, there's like one thing that you can kind of like add to your little toolbox of like, oh, this will help me get more prepared for the next one. And then yes. eventually you're going into it just like, yeah, I feel completely prepared and ready to go rock this whole wedding. Money. We all love it. Sometimes we don't like to talk about it, but the odds are you can probably find some in your couch cushions. Someone that I trust my couch cushion money with is Gusto. They are an all-in-one payment platform that helps businesses like yours onboard, pay, insure, and support your team. They have it all under one roof. You can use them as I do to pay my contractors easily and without those added fees or breaking policy agreements. I'm looking at you, Venmo. If you have full-time employees, they got you covered too with payroll, health benefits, HR, time tracking tools, workers comp, all of your tax documents at the end of the year, which I love. And they've got a whole lot more. I love it because I don't have to juggle all the different online payment processing apps. It's all in one place. I just pay everyone through Gusto and it deposits directly into their accounts. Super simple. Try Gusto, and when you send your first paid payroll payment, you'll receive a hundred bucks. So go to podcast.allheartphoto.com/gusto and pay your contractors with ease. That's podcast.allheartphoto.com/gusto. Now back to the show. 
Okay, so I know we're talking about style shoots today, and we're talking about how we can um, like plan those, uh, take part of styled shoots, do more editorial work, and use that to to elevate your brand. Did you start? Did you just jump in the deep end with styled shoots too, just like uh, starting your own, or did you attend some first? How did you kind of get into doing styled shoots? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, if you can tell, I'm a very like dive in type of person. So yeah, I, I was shooting weddings, but they were all kind of like super low budget. Like I was just starting out. Um, and at the time I lived in Monterey. So Monterey is like 20 minutes from Big Sur. It's super close. And I really wanted to shoot more in Big Sur. Like I, I always took couples there for engagement sessions and I'm like, how come I can't get a wedding in Big Sur? Like it's so close. Um, and basically I was just like, I need the content and I needed the content for specifically a wedding. I had tons of like engagement sessions, but I needed wedding content. And I just like reached out to a local florist who I had, I've seen, I see like followed her on Instagram. So I like saw that she did styled shoots. Um, I wasn't sure exactly what they were, <laughs> but I knew, I, I knew like the concept of like, I'm going to bring people together and we're going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot it. And then like, I'll just share all my images and we all kind of like bring something to the table. Um, and so, yeah, I tried to get a planner to work with me, but like no planner work, work with me, which I honestly understand because my work wasn't that great. And, um, <laughs> I, I just I didn't have the experience. So I could understand like a planner with like tons of experiences. Like, why is this girl reaching out to me? Um, right. So yeah, I respect it. I wasn't, I'm not like upset about it. Like I respect it. Um, so yeah, I just, I really had a planner. I mean, the sorry, I just had the florist. I became the planner and photographer and we just kind of divided and conquered. Like she found the models. I bought a dress from Goodwill uh, I like went to Goodwill and like Santa Cruz. Um, and I got this like older woman who was in front of me. Cause it was like senior day. She like bought it for me. Um, and I just gave okay. her the cap. It's like on senior day, it's like half off for seniors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, so like this random woman, that's Santa Cruz though. But, um, <laughs> so I got this dress for like $30, a wedding dress. It was beautiful. It was like lacy, um, what else? We like found a venue. Thank goodness. Like an actual venue let us come there, which is crazy. And yeah, everything we used for the shoot, I like got on Goodwill. Like we didn't have money really. So like for a budget for like rentals and all this other stuff. Uh, so yeah, everything I got from Goodwill, we designed it. My florist just made like a bouquet basically and like a centerpiece. Um, yeah. And that was like our first, shoot and it got published so I guess it was okay and after that like that brought me like more wedding work I feel like it gave me more like credibility too to be be, like published um and yeah so after that I saw like the immediate benefits of it so I just kind of went head first of like going hard for some styled shoots and yeah it's like changed my business for sure Yeah. I love that it wasn't just like I did this giant production and had 15 different vendors and, you know, spent thousands of dollars to get all this together. You were just like, okay, I'm going to reach out to this florist. And then once you got that under, you're like, okay, now we need to find a dress. Now we need to find some models. And it's like, just, you don't have to do, because I know for me, like whenever I first started thinking about styled shoots, it was just like, well, these are big productions because I always saw styled shoots featured in magazines and mm. they were big productions because they were for a magazine and they you know, had <laughs> all of that money to bring in all these models and get the, the high end uh, resort type uh, yeah. venue. But yeah, like I love that a, a styled shoot doesn't have to be super big budget. It can just be, um, even like reaching out to friends or even, a. have done styled shoots before where I just reached out to a couple and I was like, I know we've already done your engagement photos, but like you're super fun to work with. Would you want to be models for this thing coming up? And, uh, and then that worked out where I didn't have to go find models, uh, 
especially when you're planning to do a styled shoot in another city that is pretty difficult to do um for sure models are always the hardest part i feel like of every styled shoot (laughs) yes oh yeah they're hardest but yeah i totally agree you don't i don't think and we can talk about this later but i don't think every style shoot needs to be a big production i feel like it's mainly what your brand needs and like what your portfolio needs like that is kind of the purpose of a style shoot in my opinion so they don't all need to be gigantic productions it could just be what is your portfolio missing and you're like creating that great like portfolio piece Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. It doesn't need to be huge. Like, I think that's really good to assess where you are and like, why are you wanting to do a styled shoot? What is it that you're wanting to bring to your portfolio, to your business, to your brand, then go do that. Uh, like yes. <laughs> I've been trying to put together this styled shoot where I want to do, um, and listeners, you can steal this from me. I don't care. Uh, but tag me in the photos. Cause I want to see too. Um, but I want to do like a styled shoot with like a, a vintage car, like maybe like seventies style, like with the, the roll down crank windows and everything <laughs> and just do a road trip photo shoot where I'm just like in the back seat and it's just like a love story of them, like hitting fast food joints on the way. And just like, eating on the hood of the car and that kind of stuff. And, uh, so many people have turned me down on that. And I just, uh, yeah, I need to like actually get real models and stop asking couples. Cause no one is like, well, I don't know. We don't really eat fast food. I'm like, ah, just, just for photos, I'll eat the food. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, that's, that's the kind of vibe that I'm wanting to bring more into my brand. Um, so yeah, like that kind of thinking of where you're wanting to go. Um, cause here in Texas, we got a ton of barn venues, which can be beautiful. They can, they can be great. Um, but a lot of us, a lot of the photographers that, um, I coach around here, they're just like, I just, I'm stuck in barns all the time. And it's because they're sharing photos of weddings in a barn and style shoots are a great way to take, um, uh, like get, get that portfolio in either a location like big Sur or, um, a different venue, like, you know, not a barn, uh, and have that for your portfolio to share. So. Yeah. yeah. And that is the same here. I know people don't think about like California and like barns necessarily, but especially mm. where I live, it's like pretty rural. I would say, um, I live on coast, like I live on the central coast. So like I'm on the coast, but like I'm, I'm in between like LA and San Francisco. So there's not much around me. It's like four hours to San Francisco North or four hours to LA South. And there's yeah. like, um so barns and like ranches like ranches are huge here there's lots of ranch weddings and barn weddings Mm -hmm. um which is also not my vibe like I'm from the city like I'm from Baltimore like I grew up in a city um I like went to school in New Jersey like worked in New York like I'm a city girl um and so a barn venue which is not my vibe but I love wineries like I have wine memberships. Like I love going to wineries. It's like an activity here. I know like lots of people might not live near wineries, but like there's not much to do here except for like hike, go to the beach or go to a winery. So, um, I mean, all of those sound great to me. (laughs) (laughs) I know we call it like the sunshine tax. That's why living in California is so expensive Um, because we have beautiful sunshine and all those activities. But, but yeah, so I had to just kind of a lot of the style shoots I did, especially once I moved here where I live now from Monterey, um, it was all like at wineries. Like I had to push that because if, if I didn't, I would just be stuck in barn weddings. And like you said, like there's nothing wrong with a barn wedding, but that's just like mm-hmm. not my aesthetic. And like, I'm more excited about like going to a winery <laughs> personally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that you said that, like, there's nothing wrong with a barn wedding because absolutely there's nothing wrong. I still shoot barn weddings. Um, it's just like the, the type of wedding has changed. The clientele has changed where it's not so much the barn wedding with the like actual straw hay bales for seating. Um, and now it's more like 
an elegant barn where they have like chandeliers and and stuff um kind of bringing it up a little bit but yeah i mean it's (laughs) it's so easy as a venue owner to just like transform a barn into a venue than to you know take some I was going to say castle. We don't really have castles here. I don't know. I don't think y'all have castles much in California either, but that was the first thing that popped in my head. It was like, you know, <laughs> you either can turn a barn into a venue or a castle and people just keep going barns for some reason. I don't know. Uh, but okay. Can you talk a little bit more about like how using styled shoots, setting up more like editorial type photos, how we can use that to elevate our brand. Um, I mean, you've already talked a little bit about like how, uh, how you did that with, with big Sur and like wanting more weddings out there. And then you just put together a style shoot and then those weddings started coming in. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing to do is like, I feel like you have to have a really good and clear understanding of your brand, like of what you want your brand to be. Um, especially when you're just kind of starting, you just kind of take whatever you can get, obviously like you have bills to pay, no judgment there. (laughs) But I just think once you start to get to a place where you're like, I want to kind of refine who I'm trying to capture and not just, I'm just trying to capture everyone. Um, having that clear understanding of your brand and then taking it to the next step of like going through your portfolio, seeing what's missing in your portfolio and then taking it one more step <laughs> to then now design something that like your that's like going to your goal or something your portfolio is missing. Um, I think that's kind of the chain. So, and I like to think of like, oh, let me, I just want to say a difference between like a style shoot and an editorial. I feel like they're kind of the same, but like also very different. I would say a style shoot is more like a collaboration of okay. vendors. Whereas like an editorial and it's typically weddings. I would say style, it's typically, you know, it's like couple-y, wedding-y, right. that's yeah, the vibe. Yeah. Um, whereas an editorial does not have to be wedding related, does not have to be couple related. It can be just a single model, male or female. Um, it usually has an emphasis on like super high-end, uh, like name brand designer stuff. Um and oftentimes, because they're more extreme than a styled shoot, they're going to be more expensive, right? So mm. I've done, I've done an editorial where I filled like a library with flowers, like floor to ceiling flowers. Um, well, I'm not me; my florist did, but okay, yeah, <laughs> floor Still, to that ceiling. is a lot. <laughs> it was it was a lot, and like she wasn't in a wedding dress. I got like this, like pink fluffy dress from this designer in London. And so all that is more expensive, but I also was not trying to necessarily attract a wedding client for that. It's like mm-hmm. more so, or I mean, yes and no. It's kind of like my ideal client now is like, obviously they're more drawn to like my creativity and like my portrait work, my design aesthetic like that's kind of what I'm more reaching for so that made sense is that am I sorry am I rambling (laughs) no no that's great I'm just like soaking it in I'm like yes okay I'm trying to picture like I need to scroll back through your feed and see these photos because they sound amazing with the I'll I'll send it to you I definitely like I definitely peaked at that one that was pretty awesome (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so I just feel like understanding that difference between like a style shoot and editorial and like where you are in your business, what makes more sense for your business. Mm. Um, and I think as a photographer, the more you, uh, kind of do it yourself, I hope like planners don't aren't upset at this, but I feel like you're for your first couple shoots, you should be like the planner too. Like you should organize it. You should design it. So it's, it fits your brand best. Um, and I say that also because, when you're the one reaching out to the vendors, you're building the relationships with the vendors. Um, yes. Not that there's anything wrong with a planner. I love a planner. But I think you also gain a whole new respect and admiration for planners you work with if you do a couple styled shoots on your own. Um, 100%. But yeah, it just like really helps build your relationships with vendors, um, helps build your appreciation for planners. And 
I think the biggest thing is it keeps it your vision, right? Like these images overall should represent your brand and like what you want it to be. So you have to have kind of full creative control when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also not to, uh, hurt any feelings of any planners out there, but I have done some style shoots before where I went to a planner and was like, Hey, could you help me get this together? And then at the end of it, it wasn't my vision. Once everything came together, I was like, Oh, but these aren't really the colors that we talked about. And this isn't the exact dress that we had talked about. She was like, Oh no, but like, you know, we were able to get this one and I thought this one was cool. I was like, okay. And yeah, it's, <laughs> it still turned out great, but it was different. And it was mainly uh, just a communication, uh, lack of communication between the two of us. Um, so um, uh, for, for one communicate very well with styled shoots, anyone that you're working with vendors, uh, planners, uh, models, all of that. Um, but um, but also I love that you mentioned that about networking, because um, that's what whenever I moved here, I was originally in Austin, Texas, and then moved out. I'm in College Station, Texas now. And I was like, I know no one in College Station. I don't know any of these venues. And I just like searched on Google and found a venue, asked them if they would be down for me doing a style shoot out there. They can use all the photos. And then I just reached out to vendors and some of them are still like vendors that I have really close relationships with eight years later. And we do a ton of work together because we worked together and, and built that connection in a style shoot. Um, uh, but yeah. And, and, and also don't be afraid of no. I know a lot of times we're afraid (laughs) of getting that like, Oh no, or just ghosting. It's like, if they ghost you, that's fine. Like at least you asked, and at least, at least you got it out there and was like, would you work with me? No. All right, cool. Maybe, maybe in a few years after I have some of these styled shoots under my belt, then they'll be asking to do a styled shoot with you. I agree. Like never be afraid of the no that, I mean, that yeah. first styled shoot I put on where I didn't really have a portfolio. I had, <laughs> I reached out to, I think it was like 37 bridal stores. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a dress and they all said no. So that's why I had yeah. to just go buy one. You know, I was like, I'll just go to Goodwill and buy one. But I feel like, yeah. especially nowadays, it's so much easier. There are so many dress rental companies online. Yeah. Like that did not exist. You had to like only get a dress at a bridal store when I was doing oh, yeah. my set. So oh, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first few that I did, like I had to like for the tuxes, I mm-hmm. was going in like renting a tux. Um, mm-hmm. And then one that I did f- somewhat recently, it was whenever like the black tux or black yeah. box, what is it? The the shipping uh, tux rental um, that they like just came on the scene and I reached out to them. They're like, oh yeah, we'll send you a few for free. Uh, and like, as long as we can use the photos, cause they were looking for more like uh, user generated content and just like, we need real photos. Can you take these? And then just, and it was great. Cause I just like shipped it back. Um, but yeah, I love that you also like bought that dress for 30 bucks uh, or, you know, via the senior discount. Uh, and and got that that deal because then you didn't have to worry about like putting down a, a deposit just in case the dress gets dirty and having to like reframe from certain poses because like, well, I don't want to do this just in case we get some of the like the red dirt on the dress. So, you know, we'll have to stick to the safe shots. You were able to just do whatever. And if the dress got ruined, it was 30 bucks. So uh, <laughs> didn't have exactly. to worry about it. And I'll do that now. Like I travel a lot. So if ever I'm traveling somewhere and I want to do a shoot, I will buy a dress and my budget has increased slightly. Maybe it's a hundred dollars. It's still not much more than that. Um, usually like it's like if a dress rental company is kind of like going out of business or they're like changing their, their uh, inventory out. So they'll sell a bunch of those dresses that have been used in shoots. Mm-hmm. And they'll sell them for like a hundred to like 200 bucks. I will buy them and travel with them. And then I can like, they can get shredded, torn. I don't care. And then I just donate them when I come back home. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's great. Okay. That's, that's a really good tip for, for anyone who's just like, I want to do this, but I have like a minuscule budget. Um, you know, this is a great way to like get scrappy and get out there and, and find some ways that you can, uh, you know, don't go, I, I bought some, uh, wedding dresses a few years ago and they're terrible. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not trendy at all. They're like started, they had like yellowed a little bit around the buttons because they were old. And I was like, I'm not gonna, I bought these cause I was like, Ooh, yeah. Wedding dresses. I'll use them for style shoots. And I've mm-hmm. never used them because <laughs> they look terrible. So, um, don't buy a terrible looking one, but yeah, like the lacy dresses, like you can, you can pass off, like, especially if you're doing, um, like more of a, a elopement style, mm-hmm. style shoot, yeah. like just a, a nice white lacy dress that is, uh, an easy elopement style wedding dress absolutely Uh, and like so many businesses have like you can rent like bridal suits like short dresses long dresses there's so many options oh yeah yeah and in reaching out to uh to like bridal boutiques about like what is something that y'all want to feature like a dress Mm -hmm. that you really want to get some photos of because i did that uh once and they're like we have this one that has like black flowers sewn into it and we really like this one and we want to start marketing it and we're like that sounds cool also right up my alley with like darkness and and black (laughs) and and having like those dark colors in the wedding um but um yeah i would say venues are the same way like if you reach out to a venue and say like Mm -hmm. hey is there an area or a spot at your venue that you feel like just doesn't get enough love like because venues get kind of caught in the trap too of like if a couple sees them set a ceremony here and a reception here, they will do the exact same thing. And it just kind of, then every photo is like the exact same. This is the ceremony spot. This is where they have the reception. And venue owners kind of want to switch it up. Like they have huge properties. They want to like focus on different areas. So you can use that same tip for a venue too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think that's, that's such a great, um, piece of advice to, uh, cause that'll get you a yes a lot more often mm-hmm. than just, Hey, can I use your venue? But like, is there a place in your venue that you'd like to showcase? I'm doing a styled shoot and would love to showcase that in the styled yeah. shoot. Love your venue, blah, blah, blah. Um, don't include <laughs> the blah, 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 but you know, just <laughs> other stuff, <laughs> but, exactly. um, yeah. Okay. Kelly, this has been great. Uh, this has been, um, this has been really good. Is there any like last words for the listeners for, you know, anyone who's listened to this, they're feeling inspired. They, they already are just like, okay, cool. I got some places, some thrift stores that I need to go check out some wedding dresses and go set up a styled shoot. What are some things that they should do leading up to that? Um, just kind of what I went through before, just like, focus on your brand. Like what does your portfolio really need? Like what are some key images you're, you feel like you really want that your portfolio is missing? Um, think about this, like styled shoe is your brand shoe. It's like your Coca-Cola ad, you know what I mean? (laughs) For your business. So figure out what you need before you go into it and start small. You don't need to start big, start small, work with a core team, have fun. Don't play safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't play it safe. Um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I need to do a style shoot. I have a workshop coming up, so that's kind of like a style shoot. Nice. Um, but I'm also <laughs> using minimal things because it's mostly <laughs> like off camera flash. And I'm like, we don't need Fine. a big old production for this. It'll be it'll be yeah. good with just like a couple. Um but yeah, I want to do like a full, a full one. It's been a couple of years since I've actually done a style shoot. Uh, so well, cool. You've inspired me. Idea. This is going to be good. I okay, cool. Really- yeah. I need to, I need to get on that. I need to do yeah. that. I need to reach out to some people. I have a few friends who have like vintage cars. They probably wouldn't be too happy with us eating food inside, but <laughs> um, you know, maybe we'll just have the bags or something. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, you could do a sponsorship with In-N-Out. Uh, 
Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, well, Kelly, um, before we let everyone know like where to find you and everything, um, there's part of the show that I like to do where we talk about what we're loving this week and it can be literally anything from like a new book, TV show, movie, uh, the, the weather, um, whatever, uh, what are you loving this week? Um, okay. I am loving, oh, the show traders. Have you seen the show traders? I think that's come up on like a, (laughs) Hey, you would be interested in this. You should add it to your list. What is it about? So basically I like the first season better. I'll explain the first season. So basically they bring together a mix of celebrities and just everyday people put them in a castle in Scotland and out of the whole group, let's say it's like 20 people. Um, Three people are traitors. So three people every night murder someone, not really, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. This is an interesting (laughs) show. (laughs) So they like kick someone off basically. And the people who are not traders, so no one knows who the traders are, but the yeah. everyone is trying to find the traders, so they vote out a person at the end of every episode. So they vote yeah. out a person, and obviously you don't know who the trader is, so they get it wrong most more than not. And then right. the traders, after they have a vote, that night the traders murder someone. So how it ends, <laughs> you're like, what is the show? How it ends is that... At the very end, they can vote to say like, okay, I feel like we got out all the traitors and we don't need to continue this process. We're all done, right? Mm-hmm. They do that and say like, you're right. We got out all the traitors. Everyone here is like a faithful and like not a traitor. If there's still a traitor in the mist, the traitor wins all the money that they do like, you know, competitions for. The traitor wins all the money. If okay. they kick out the traitor, they split the money. Okay. Okay. That, <laughs> You're like, I mean, what? it's like a, it, it's, it's like a so murder fun. mystery slash reality show kind of survivor, yes. but they're not voting people off. They're just murdering them. <laughs> no, but they do still vote people off. That's what I'm saying. It's so good. Oh and yeah. Cause they, they try to vote off the traitor or who they think the traitor is. Yes. Do the traitors yeah. know who the other traitors are or yes. they just so know that they're a traitor? Okay. They meet every night to figure out who they're going to murder. Oh, do you and, get to see that part? Or are you also like the other people where you're just like, I don't know who the traitors are. We see and know everything. Okay. But it's so good. I'm loving it. <laughs> okay, I watch cool. a lot of TV. I'm not, you know, how people are like, oh, I'm too cool. Like I don't watch TV. I watch. I am not one of those people. And I've seen a lot of TV. And that is when <laughs> <laughs> okay cool where where do you watch traders where can i like what streaming platform I, is that on i watch it on peacock peacock okay it's like it's like an nbc show i think okay sweet yeah. that sounds fun it's like i love a good like murder mystery type thing and i also like the uh the reality kind of like where you know something, but then the person that you're watching doesn't know the thing. And you're just like, Oh no, you were tricked. And it's not this person. And yeah. Uh, so that sounds fun. Okay, cool. Traders on oh, Peacock. Good. I'm going to ever listening. They like, check it out. It's so good. <laughs> I need more people to watch it so I can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, I am also loving a TV show this week. Uh, it's one that I recently found. I think it's from a few years ago. Um, it's called Electric Dreams. Um, it's on Amazon Prime or Prime Video or whatever. Um, and it's uh, like it's it's very similar to the Netflix uh, Black Mirror show, uh, um, okay, which okay. I loved. Where it's just like each episode is its own kind of mini movie type deal, and uh, and they're very sci-fi. They're very kind of like uh, uh, it's it's not so much Black Mirror where it's like this could happen in the next kind of 10 years if society goes in this direction, but it's more of um, just like interesting sci-fi things. Like there was this one about uh, these two guys that were giving tours of planets because it's in year like 2900 or something. And we have all left earth and 
are traveling through space and they uh, like like you would uh, get like a tour guide of like celebrity homes. They do a tour guide <laughs> of celebrity planets. And they're like, oh, if you look out the left window, you'll see this nebula thing. And uh, and yeah, it was interesting because they like got hired to go back to Earth and uh, is a whole big whole big deal uh but yeah some very interesting shows there's one one season of it i think there's like maybe 10 episodes um but yeah if you like black mirror you'll probably I like, like this sci-fi, one too. so i definitely want to check this out okay it is definitely more sci-fi than Perfect. a lot of the black mirror episodes which some of the black mirror are sci-fi um yeah. one of my favorite ones is sci-fi but uh but yeah it's good electric okay. dreams Thanks and they have some uh some pretty big name uh, celebrities on there too. I was very surprised. I was like, Oh, I didn't know this person would be in here. Uh, so kind of, kind of fun, but, uh, but yeah, now, now y'all all have some, uh, some good recommendations for shows to watch this week. Um, but yeah, so Kelly, where can people find you? Where can they follow along? Where can they see that like floral library pink dress photo and all of that online? Awesome. That is definitely for sure on my Instagram. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Kelly. It's K-E-L-L-E-Y W photos. Uh, that's my Instagram. That's also my website. So .com would be my website. Um, yeah. And I have an education, which is Kelly Williams underscore education Instagram. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear them? They're working awesome. on my stairs now. <laughs> I, I could hear something in the distance. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes, I waited until the podcast was over. <laughs> I know. Just the last couple of minutes. It's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, sweet. I'll have links to that so everyone can go follow and say hey and uh, go check out your work, check out your your education as well. Um, but yeah, well, Kelly, thank you so much. This was uh, This was really fun. I really enjoyed this conversation. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. Uh, Be sure to subscribe, like, leave a review before you go, um, before you head off to your next podcast. Uh, I know you're a very busy person today, uh, and I get it. I listen to podcasts constantly, but uh, these reviews really, really help us out, um, us podcasters. Um, And also, I would love for you to subscribe so that we're just like sliding into your feed every week. You don't have to go search us down or anything. I got a fun number 200, the 200th episode coming out next week, uh, where my wife is going to join us back on the podcast again. She was a guest for one episode and then she co-hosted and asked, or I guess she hosted and asked me the questions for episode 100. So Taylor's back again. She's hosting. She's going to be asking me your questions. If you have any extra questions and you're listening to this in the first few days of the week uh, that it comes out uh, go go DM me drop it in my DMs on uh, Instagram wit.pod uh, I'd love to answer your questions on the podcast and speaking of Instagram you can follow Kelly at Kelly W photos that's K-E-L-L-E-Y W photos on Instagram and I've got all of her stuff linked in the show notes as well it's super easy to scroll down and click wherever you want to go But thanks for joining me and I will see you next week for episode 200. Bye y'all.